The Tech Leaders Toolbox podcast is brought to you by Paul Simpkins and the Boldly Lead program, focusing on helping tech leaders like you end the frustration of low-performing teams and losing excellent employees so they can increase productivity by 50%, go home on time, and sleep better at nights. Hello and welcome to the Tech Leaders Toolbox. I'm Paul Simpkins, and we're here because how you lead today determines how your team succeeds tomorrow. This is episode 49 of the podcast. Are you making your New Year's resolutions yet? Have you gotten them all set? Well, throw them out. They don't work. And in this episode, we're going to talk about what works better. Plus, I'll share some appetizers for New Year's Eve you can do on the smoker or the grill. Are you ready? Let's go. Well, here we are on the cusp of creating New Year's resolutions. Every year, we hastily come up with them off the top of our head because we're at a party somewhere and somebody said, oh, so what's your resolutions? So we come up with some things off the top of my head, our top of our head, and we share them at parties, and they're almost never written down. And we know how that usually goes, right? Maybe you're one of those who actually accomplishes the resolutions, but the majority of us don't. And that's documented by study after study. It, it, it just doesn't work. And in fact, even when we start out with good intentions, right? We January 1st and we're going, you know, this is the year I'm going to eat right. Oh, a donut. And then there, there it goes, right? It quickly fades away. In fact, one of my favorite memes, this is uh, that shared a lot on the internet. And it's one of my favorite And it talks about, you know, I'm going to open up a place called Resolutions. For the first two weeks of the year, it's going to be a gym and then it turns into a bar. Because that's what happens a lot of times. And I actually have a membership at a gym. I go to Planet Fitness. Absolutely love, you know, unsolicited, unpaid commercial for Planet Fitness. I absolutely love going to Planet Fitness. No judgment. I can go in as, uh, as I am, be what I am, dress how I want and get a good workout in, and uh, just love going to Planet Fitness for that. Uh, But I go to Planet Fitness every year, and it happens year in, year out. The first two weeks of January, the parking lot is absolutely packed. And then, fewer and fewer cars. In fact, uh, just, yeah, this is week. I went to the gym this week, and there was maybe 15 people in the gym when I went. Uh, the numbers just dwindle over time. So now, but what is significant about New Year's Eve and New Year's Day is that it is a symbolic opportunity to start over. And that's great. You know, we all we all want that opportunity to start fresh. And that's that's the promise that New Year's Eve and New Year's Day offers us is that opportunity to start over to start fresh. And that's great. And, but I, don't, I want you to remember, though, that any time is a good time to start over. So don't just, just don't think, you know, when, when things aren't going the way you want later in the year, don't think, okay, well, next new year, I'll do it different. No, tomorrow, starting tomorrow, things will change. You always have an opportunity to start over. But New Year's Day is just that amplified. It's symbolic and that's okay. So we're starting a new year and a fresh start and opportunity. 
But a fresh start requires more than just the resolve. We have to actually have a plan. We have to know where we are now. We have to know where we want to go in very specific terms, and that's critical. And we have to know what we need to do to get there. So in other words, it's not just enough to say, I'm going to eat better. Okay, better compared to what? Better compared to what you're doing now? What is it that you're doing now that isn't good? What is it that you're doing now that is good? You know, you so you have to know where you are now. Where do you want to go? Okay, if I want to eat better, what does that pertain? How does it, what describes eating better? Making smarter choices, great. What kinds of smarter choices? You got to be specific about that. And then what do we need to do to get there? There's got to be a plan of some kind because you're going to run into situations that are going to get in the way of that. Sometimes it's just our own natural resistance. Stephen Pressfield uh, actually wrote a book about this and, uh, and it's a great book. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but if you look up Stephen Pressfield, you'll see all the books he wrote. And one of the things he talks about is how our biggest enemy is within us and it's called resistance. It's the resistance to doing something different and it gets in our way. So it's likely that during the time period between Christmas and New Year's Day, your business has slowed down a bit. And even if it hasn't, you should be able to set aside some time during this week. And we're in this week right now as this podcast is released. You want to try and make that about 48 hour, four to eight hours if you can. And set aside that time because, again, you got to know where you are now, where do you want to go, what do you need to do to get there. So here's the five things you're going to do during this time leading up to New Year's Day. And sometimes maybe even spend the time on New Year's Day doing this after you've recovered from the party the night before. So the first thing you want to do is you want to reflect. You got to, you're going to make up two lists. One list is going to be looking back at what you actually accomplished during the year and be generous with yourself. Don't be stingy about this because even if things didn't go exactly as planned and even if it was a big surprise that things got accomplished, write it down. Write down a list of things you actually accomplished during the year. And then on your next list, you're going to list the things you wish you had accomplished during the year. On this list, include things you planned but didn't get done and opportunities that you missed. The purpose of this is to first see that you actually got things done, even if they weren't numerous, but you did get something done. And then the purpose of the next second list is to see what you want or need to do to move forward. You know, what on those list of things you wish you had accomplished, that whether they were planned or unplanned, but you didn't get them done, opportunities you missed, how many of those do you want to carry forward? Are they still important to you? So that's the first thing you're going to do is reflect back on your year. Then the second thing is you're going to create your target goals. So a list of things you want to accomplish in the next year. Take a look at what's unfinished from the past year. Is any of it still relevant? If it didn't get done, what got in the way? Is that roadblock still there? 
How will you get around it? Don't rush this part. Take your time. Think it through. Think about where you want to be in a year's time. What do you want to be proud of? How will you make the biggest impact on others? What will help you add more value to your people? Uh, one of the things I always like to use with this is uh, what my, one of my mentors, John Maxwell, says is, you know, uh, what makes you cry? What makes you sing? Think about those things as well. And so you want to set down what things do you want to accomplish? And that leads into the third thing, which is to make a plan. So now that you have your annual goals, and one of the things you want to do, by the way, is be very specific about that. When you talk about what you want to accomplish, very specific about what you accomplish. If you say, oh, I want to increase my profits. Wonderful. By how much? Very specifically by how much, you know, or I want to increase employee engagement. Great. How much do you want? What percentage do you want employee engagement to be at? How much do you want to increase it that you'll say, hey, I accomplished something? Because it's hard to say you accomplished something if you don't give it something to measure by. So you want to be specific about what it is you want. You have to be specific about when you want it done. And I would advise most of the time with your goals, by the way, is don't set them, okay, by December 31st, I want to. It needs to be more along the lines of, by March 30th, I will. By June 30th, I will. By July 15th, I will. Very specific dates, shorter terms than a year. Because what happens when we set them out at a year? We start thinking we have plenty of time to get it done. But you want a sense of urgency. So that, again, leading to setting those target goals, being very specific. So then we get into making our plan, and that's creating our roadmap. And part of that roadmap means you have to include items that are at least monthly, if not weekly activities, that move you closer to each of the goals. In some cases, it may even be something you do daily. So, for example, if your goal is to eat better, to eat healthier, make healthier choices, and to increase a healthier lifestyle, of uh, food lifestyle, then that's something you got to do daily. And you got to look at that daily. That's a daily activity. That's part of the plan. Planning that out. Because it's not going to happen randomly. So if you want to trim down a little, lose a few inches off your belly, more likely weekly and even daily activities you need to do to get there. And on that, by the way, this is uh, chasing down a little rabbit for a minute. I am proud of the fact that in the last year and a half, I have lost 75 pounds. Quite proud of that. And here is one of the things I learned from that. So if weight loss is one of your goals, if you want to trim that belly, the two things I am going to tell you about that that you need to know is that you cannot exercise your way out of a belly. So exercise is an important part of things, but you can't rely on exercise alone to get rid of your belly. You, you cannot exercise your way out of a belly. That's the one thing, I, one thing I learned. And the second thing I learned is you also cannot exercise your way out of a bad diet. So if you're making poor eating choices, 
No amount of exercise is going to make up for that. Don't let anybody tell you anything different. You've got to, if you what if your goal is weight loss or getting rid of the belly or trimming down or anything like that, you're going to have to make changes in your eating habits along with exercise. Just a fact of life. All right, back on track. So again, we're making our plan. And again, you're going to, you have to include what are going to be weekly and perhaps even daily activities to move you closer to your goals. Determine the price at what those precise activities are, how often and how long you need to do each of them during the time. In other words, you're creating a timeline of activities, right? Makes sense. Once you've got that done, now the step four is you're going to fill up your calendar. Your calendar is one of the least used tools, underused tools that you have. Add everything to your calendar. And I mean everything. The saying goes, what gets scheduled gets done. If part of your plan is that you need to do daily exercise, block it out on the calendar. This is my exercise time. And only the end of the world is going to get in the way of that. Block out times for each activity you need to do to accomplish your goals. These calendar items become daily reminders to work on those goals and you have set aside time to do it that you know that you're doing nothing else but that for that period of time. For me, one of my biggest hurdles is that I have a very erratic schedule. Blocking out the calendar helps. Am I perfect about it? Not even close. But I am much better about it because I block out my calendar than I am if I just tried to fit it in whenever. So be very intentional about blocking out that calendar. Be almost ruthless about the time. And and keeping your calendar as well as you can. And finally, here's the tip that's going to keep you from going insane as you try and do all of this, is be what I call a one percenter. Now, what does that mean? That means don't try to do it all at once. You know, if your goal is to lose 50 pounds, yeah, you're not going to lose 50 pounds in a week. You're not going to lose 50 pounds in a month. So don't try to do it all at once. But do what you need to do daily or weekly. Do it intentionally. Focus on simply improving yourself by 1% a day. That's what being a one percenter is all about. Improving yourself by 1% a day. And that doesn't sound like much, but it's a multiplier. Over time, think about it. If I improve myself tomorrow by 1%, and then the next day, I improve myself again by 1%, it compounds. It's 1% on 1% on 1%. So after a year's time of growing myself by 1% a day, I haven't grown by 365%, which is pretty fabulous, right? Wouldn't you agree? 365% is substantial, but actually since it compounds, It is much, much more than that. 
because it's 1% on 1% on 1%. And I'm not a math major, so I'm not even going to sit here and calculate it out. If, one of, if somebody's really into math, calculate it out and send me it, send it to me in an email and I'll use it in the future. But you're getting compounded growth out of that just by 1% a day. So that's your things. Spend this time this week. Reflect on where you've been. Think in very specific terms of where you want to go. Make up your plan of daily, weekly, and monthly activities to get there. Put it on your calendar. And then focus not on the end goal, but just on what you need to do today. That 1% you need to do today to get better. A great year, a great 2021 is ahead of you. And certainly, if your like, if your 2020 was like mine, you certainly know it can get much, much better. <laughs> it's hard, going to be hard to get worse. So a great year's ahead of you. And if you're willing to take the time to plan it out, this is your time. What are you going to do? We'll be back in a moment. While you're here, take a moment right now to subscribe to the Tech Leaders Toolbox podcast and leave a review. That way, you will always be up to date on the bold and innovative leadership principles we are sharing here. And come join the Tech Leaders Toolbox Facebook group as well, where you and other leaders discuss these concepts in more detail and we answer your questions. Subscribe today and share this with your friends. All right, since we're here coming up on New Year's Eve, uh, real soon here. And again, I am a big fan of cooking in general, but I love outdoor cooking. I do use my smoker a lot. I have a grill I use a lot. Cook over open fire using Dutch ovens. Uh, any way you can cook outdoors, just about, I've done it. I've even actually dug a pit, done a pit barbecue before. Uh, that was pretty cool, actually. And I love it so much, I've actually created a Facebook group called Smoke and Ash. And on the Smoke and Dash Facebook group, me and all of my friends, we get together. We share recipes. We talk about cooking techniques. We talk about foods that we can cook outdoors. Uh, we talk about our cookers and all our gadgets and all that. A lot of us are gadget guys. All of that is out there. And it's a great place for you, whether you're a neophyte, whether you're brand new to outdoor cooking, or whether you're an experienced outdoor cooker, I invite you to come out and join us on the Smoke and Dash Facebook group. Now, I also, on this show, I like to share an outdoor cooking recipe every week. And all of these recipes, by the way, are also available to you out there on the Smoke and Ash Facebook group. This week, what I thought I'd do would be a combination. I want to share some ideas for some appetizers for New Year's Eve. I don't know if your New Year's Eve is like ours. We don't actually eat a meal on New Year's Eve. What we do is we have like an appetizer dinner. Every, we just eat appetizers and just munch and nibble all through the day, all through the evening until New Year's, until it hits midnight. We have our champagne, we say Happy New Year, and then we all go to bed. Uh, so we all have appetizers and we like to do that. So here's some appetizer ideas that you can either cook on the smoker or the grill that will be perfect for your New Year's Eve and you have plenty of time to do these. Now, the first one, uh, I got this actually from a website called campingforfoodies.com. And I thought it was a great idea. It's called Stuffed Baby Bells. So you take those small bell peppers that they make, this, uh, what they call snacking peppers. They're little baby bell peppers. And you're going to do this in a Dutch oven. 
And you basically make uh, take garlic and onion and some different kinds of cheeses like cream cheese and cheddar cheese and some other stuff to create a stuffing for these mini peppers. And then you basically bake them in a Dutch oven. And if you want the recipe for that, again, you can go to campingforfoodies.com and get it there. And it's called Stuffed Baby Bells. So that's an idea for you. This next one, I got this idea from one of my favorite cookbooks for outdoor cooking called The Geezer Cookbook. And it's armadillo eggs. And this is pretty cool. You're going to take jalapeno peppers. They say either raw or pickled jalapeno peppers. Cut off the stem and you're going to de-seed the peppers. Then you're going to mix together cream cheese, shredded cheddar cheese, garlic powder, and onion powder. Mix it all together. Then carefully fill each of the peppers with the cheese mixture. Then you're going to mix together some cooked bulk pork sausage that's been drained and kind of dry, biscuit mix, and shredded cheddar cheese. And mix those together. You want somewhat of a dry dough out of it. Divide that up and create patties about four to five inches in diameter. Place a stuffed pepper in the center of the patty, wrap the dough around it, and wrap it completely around it and seal it. And then take each pepper and roll it in shake and bake seasoning mix. And then fry that in a cast iron skillet over medium heat until thoroughly browned. Or you can bake it in an oven at 400 degrees for about 20 to 30 minutes. And you'll really like that. Here's another idea called smoked spiced nuts. You've probably had some kind of spiced or seasoned uh, nuts before. This works well with either pecans, walnuts, or almonds. Get your best results out of this. You're going to take a couple of egg whites, not the yolks, just the egg whites, and beat them in a bowl until they're frothy. Then in another bowl, blend together some paprika, salt, pepper, cinnamon, brown sugar, and either cayenne pepper or a few shots of hot sauce, uh, or add a few shots of hot sauce to the eggs to give it a little spice. Add the nuts to the egg whites and turn them over and over in a bowl until they're thoroughly coated. Then add your spices to that. Stir it all together again until everything's really thoroughly coated. And then lay out the nuts in a glass baking dish or on a cooking mat. And you're going to place it in your smoker at 250 degrees for about 30 to 45 minutes. And you will really like that. It'll have the smoky flavor and the spices as well. It's terrific. Also, you can come out to the Smoke and Ash Facebook group, and I have a recipe out there for smoked nachos, which would be perfect for an outdoor uh, New Year's Eve party. Also, for smoked olives, that recipe also has been covered on one of our shows and is in the Smoke and Ash Facebook group. And then also smoked roasted garlic, and this is pretty easy. You just take a bulb, a big bulb of elephant garlic, rub it with olive oil, sprinkle some seasoning on it, Put it in your smoker for about an hour. When you take it out, all the garlic gets nice and soft. You can just squeeze it out of its, uh, squeeze it out of its uh, wrapping and just squeeze it onto a cracker or a crostini and you'll really, really enjoy it. All right. All of this is going to be out on the Smoke and Ash Facebook group. So you can find those recipes out there. As you hear this, it will be available. If you're not a big Facebook person, that's all right. Just send me an email to Paul at boldlylead.com, and I'll be glad to send these recipes to you. 
All right, today, so right here, our last episode of the year, we talked about what to do instead of making resolutions and that you needed to know where you are now, where do you want to go, and what do you need to do to get there and take the steps of reflecting on your past, targeting your goals with specific terms, making a plan, putting it on your calendar, and then focus on improving by 1% a day. Hey, and for this uh, end of the year, I want to ask a favor of you. If, if you listen to the podcast regularly, if we're adding value to you, and you listen to us on an app like Apple Podcast or Google Podcast or, or wherever you are, we're everywhere. We're on Pandora, we're on Amazon and so forth. Wherever it is you listen to us, if you could please take the time right now to leave us a five-star review so that others will find us as well. Or simply share the podcast with your friends. Let them know we're here so that we can reach other people as well with these timeless values for how to care for employees, how to, how to engage your employees more, and also a few cooking tips as well. I would really appreciate it if you leave us a five-star review and share this with your friends. Well, that's it for 2020, folks. Until next time, go out and be a leader you were meant to be.